today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, Disney and Verizon are extending the Disney Plus Hulu ESPN Plus deal for another 12 months. Also, rumor has it, Disney Plus is adding an adults-only section. Shh! What? Don't tell anybody. You could can't it, tell the kids. Could it be Defenders? Could it be? You think? You think? All that Reddit that we have no control over. <laughs> Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall. What is happening, my buddy? Oh, same old, same old, sir. Just exhausted, you know. Yeah. You know how it goes. I do. I do know how it goes. Um, so, a couple things up top here. Uh, first off, we got to thank our patrons for... Uh, their patronage, uh, we haven't had a regularly scheduled episode this month because we've been doing so much S.H.I.E.L.D. wrap-up. Uh, so I just want to say thank you to our brand new patrons for last month, Emily Sissel, Kid Commentaries, and Ann Hall. Thank you guys so much for joining uh, our Patreon. Like, for real, uh, we've had so many new patrons over the last few months, and like... It has allowed us to do so much more content and keep keep this thing going and keep growing Stranded Panda. So, like, for real, we love you guys. Love you 3,000. Thank you so, so, so much. And we've already gotten a few new ones this month, and we'll be thanking you guys soon. Thank you so much. Yeah, we love you, like, ten times the amount that Haley Hobbs said that she loves us yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday, Haley Hobbs had a typo that said she said she loved us three 300. If you didn't, if you missed that episode, um, really, really, really funny. Um, okay, so uh, also wanted to warn about weird downloads because I've I've said it on the Shield episodes, but not a main episode uh, or a news and feedback episode. And uh, the fact is, we're we're so all of our uh, content for like our first year or so got deleted. So like six months or a year got deleted from our server. So we've been having to upload our new, our, our, our first 20 something episodes and repost them or whatever. So, uh, you might get a weird download or two because I have to, because of the way our server works, we have to upload them and then they show up in the feed and then I have to move them back. So it's a whole thing. So if you get weird downloads of like, for some reason, the first episode or whatever, or some first episode of shield or something like that, that's why, um, and like, yeah, we'll be doing that over the next couple weeks. But what's cool about that is it means all of our previous episodes will soon be available uh, on on the on you know all the places. So uh, you can go back and listen to the very first episodes. And some people have asked about like, where did Guardians of the Galaxy go? And I'm like, uh. And then it turned out our server like deleted them all somehow. So awesome yeah it's great so we actually have more than 466 episodes yes oh yeah yeah we have about 20 more than that we're like we're like 486 now so 500th episode is coming up very soon yeah we're gonna do a live party for that one i'm excited about it i don't know what we're gonna do other than just like yell into the void that we need black widow (laughs) (laughs) give us black widow i don't know if it'll be before black widow depending on what we what what we have planned for the next few weeks i really don't know what'll Um, happen if it's 14 episodes, we could do an episode a week and probably stretch it out until Black Widow. Oh, Black Widow's sooner than that, right? What's the, what is it's it? It's in November. Right. Okay, and uh, one other little piece of news up top. We wanted to give away a free t-shirt uh, for for another one of our review uh, competition type things. And that was to Warhawks18 on iTunes. Warhawks18, let us know. Uh, you can get any shirt from our uh, from our Stranded Panda store. So write us at mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com and let us know. Uh, also announcing a new one of those because we've actually never done one for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
this show. Yeah, this particular show, we've never actually done a review contest for. Uh, and huh. and ju- yeah, we, we just, we, we, people have reviewed us a lot over the years and we've never done a giveaway. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, but anybody that reviews us in the next, uh, next week, we are going to give another shirt away. Uh, and also, as we've mentioned on all the previous reviews, we're giving away Avengers the video game. So if you want to get a copy of Avengers the video game, we're going to do that before it comes out. So the week before it comes out, we're going to give somebody uh, the Avengers video game on whatever platform you use. Yes. That's cool. Big deal, guys. I'm excited. So we'll announce it. You'll write us in. Tell us what platform you want it on. And by God, we'll get it to you. Can I enter? Uh, no. But go ahead. Review us, please. Uh, but, <laughs> and you're like, no. No, I won't. Not if I don't get the chance at the game. <laughs> so, review us at Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, podcast on Apple iTunes or any other, any other service you use. If it's got a review option, you can also review us there and send us a screenshot and we'll include you in the overall uh, number random number generator for the video game and for the... Uh, um, the other stuff. So we're going to do a big thing. And someone who reviewed us on one of our various channels, uh, Pandavision, Bingers Assemble, Superhero Ethics, and this, and St- St- Star Trek Universe podcast. I think those are the four that we've done so far. Um, so yeah, we're, just give away, we're giving away a shirt a week for the next three or four weeks. And then uh, we're going to give away the Avengers video game. So if you're interested in that and you just want to help, or you just want to help out the podcast, go to uh, go review us. Uh, even if you've done it before, do it again. And if, Whoever reviews in the next few days will will have a chance to win shirts and the, the big prize. So the big prize. Anyway, that's the big thing going on right now. So do it, do it. It could really do. It. Could really help us out. By the way, last week only twenty or, or on the one we just did, only twenty four people wrote in reviews. So like, it's not like a large number of people that you're competing with. Like, so if you do it and you like this show and you review us just because you like it, that's great. And you might win a thing. So, yeah, let's do it. Win a thing. Win a thing, guys. Win a thing. Uh, okay, let's get into the news. All right. So, first thing up at the top that I mentioned is that Disney and Verizon are extending their Disney Plus Hulu ESPN Plus deal for another 12 months. They are. Explain the deal saying, to me because I don't understand it. What do you mean? What's their deal? What's the deal? Uh, it's it's an agreement allowing subscribers of Verizon who like get their mix and match plan, like the mix and match unlimited wireless plans, uh, to also just tack on uh, an extra fee or you know an extra small fee uh, to bundle Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus uh, to their account, and all three of those together are I think it says forty five dollars a month. Okay. That seems expensive for those three, though. Yeah, it's probably about how much they cost, though, I guess. Disney Plus, well, yeah, maybe, I don't know, ESPN Plus is probably the one that's the bigger money. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. I don't know. Disney Plus and Hulu Plus aren't that expensive. They're like, at least, at least they're, Disney Plus isn't yet. I feel like Disney Plus is going to go up with all the content they're making. Hmm. Let's see. It's also, let's see, it's included in the Play More and the Get More Unlimited Plans. So Verizon customers get more entertainment than ever before with exciting Disney Plus originals like the Emmy-nominated The Mandalorian and Hulu's massive library of hit TV series and films, including Hulu's originals, yada, yada, yada. Okay. 
ESPN is a bunch of sports. So if you're a Verizon user, like it's worth looking into this deal, basically, is the news. Here it is. So ex- existing customers currently receiving 12 months access to Disney Plus on us can move to our new Play More and Get More unlimited plans with the Disney bundle included. Or for $6 per month, they can stay in their current plan and add both ESPN Plus and Hulu to complete the Disney bundle. Okay. And that began yesterday. Neat. So if you're a Verizon uh, user, you can get that Disney Plus, sweet, sweet Disney Plus stuff cheap. Is yep. is, is really our Marvel, uh, our Marvel connection there? Yeah. And this is the one I'm excited about. This is the this is the top piece of news in my mind. This next one. Oh yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah. Uh, according to rumors, this is a rumor, but Disney Plus is adding an adults only section for Fox and Touchstone movies to go into. Um, This is where anything that is uh, like Logan, you know, a bit more mature than Disney's normal uh, gamut of movies. Um, It'll be a a pin-coded section or a a pin-coded area where you put in a pin and get to it to, you know, block the kiddos from from being able to, to browse into it. But, like... That opens the door for a lot of, um, you know, a lot of Daredevil, Netflix, Jessica Jones, Defenders, Luke Cage kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, that's that's what excites me is like the idea that they could start having uh, this kind of content opens the door to Defenders. And we've we talked about it a lot and Deadpool, for that matter. Like the fact that Hell Disney yeah. might expand their universe to include this stuff is huge, huge, huge deal. And it could mean Daredevil, it could mean Fisk, it could mean Deadpool. A lot of my favorite things that exist kind of currently outside of the Disney realm that are Marvel, uh, this is why I think they don't exist there yet. <laughs> you know? And yeah. uh, I want, I want. I want. I want. I want hamburger face from punisher episode four to be on disney plus yeah (laughs) unfortunately i do too um i feel like i feel like a sicko for saying it but i do i I do why why do you why are you on why is that unfortunate because it's you know hamburger face hamburger face like all the there's so many gross things and they they viscerally affect me and that's one of the reasons those shows are so good is they do like they hit me at my core you know yeah they hit you down deep they do they do it's true (laughs) ooh 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 there are other three pieces of news that we uh, had were all shield related and, and they're all just kind of things that came with the end of shield that I thought we all thought were interesting. Um, that there's, <laughs> there's a, apparently there was a connection to the snap that was cut for time. And I'm super annoyed at it. That was one of my three issues with the shield episode. And that the, the fact that it was cut really bothers me. <laughs> they say that it was cut for time because you know, they need it because of the constraints of TV you know, right. the, the way that television episodes have to be or whatever, like it had it. to be like 15 minutes cut off. And that's, that's garbage. Yeah. I don't buy it at all. I think it was, you know, they, they didn't want to stake a claim to their connection to the snap and they just didn't. And it's annoying. And they, they left it open enough to head cannon around, which is fine. That's kind of like where all the TV shows live now is like, they're all open enough to head cannon into the universe. Uh, but they're not very connected and it's, it's frustrating. 
Yeah. And some of them are uh, closer or farther, depending, Mm -hmm. you know, for sure. Like uh, Cloak and Dagger is like a step away from from Luke Cage, which is a step away from Daredevil, a step to the MCU Mm -hmm. proper, like the movies. Yeah. And then like farther away from like one step away cloak and dagger is the runaways because you know they had that crossover episode or whatever but the runaways you know they had clear problems they had the aliens issue yeah and then they had the um obama being president issue and then they had the time jump forward that never mentioned any kind of snap so like that's yeah. an issue. Like there's a lot, and they have time travel working differently as well. Like there's a lot of problems with Runaways connecting to the MCU to the point that I'm willing to say it doesn't. But then the problem is it definitely connects to Cloak and Dagger, and that has a at least a reference to Luke Cage. So it's like hard to, uh, yeah. Screw you, Runaways. I liked you a <laughs> lot. <laughs> you were great right up until you weren't. So, and speaking of things that were removed, this was not removed from the finale, but apparently, like, in a previous season, they removed a sword reference because uh, the MCU, Feige and crew, would not let them make a sword reference, which, to me, means they they have plans for sword. And now that we know Nick Fury's up in space, I think there's a a likelihood that we'll get that. It's pretty easy to say that he is running sword. Yeah, or something to that effect. Like, yeah, that's and so that's cool. Uh, like, I hate that they couldn't make that connection. I hate that they couldn't, in the, especially in the final, the way the finale ended. But you know, it's it's neat that they have plans for it in the MCU. Yeah, I mean, they had plans for the Inhumans, and they, you know, that went away. So yeah. whatever. Well, you know, and the, the Inhumans were originally supposed to be a movie. And they moved it to the TV, and then they shit the bed on it real hard. Like I, I just, you know, it's that that one. That's one that I don't mind the connections being super tenuous because it's fine that that one doesn't. That one in my yeah. mind did not happen in the universe. And I think we'll get a new Black Bolt at some point, and I think they'll do that right. Do you think that Perlmutter like hired Scott Buck intentionally to tank the Inhumans and and ruin the reputation before the movie came out? That's <laughs> the it's an interesting conspiracy theory, but no, I'm pretty sure the movie was dis. The movie was a thing before the TV series was supposed to be a thing. Like originally, there right. was there was there was all this talk of. I love this idea, by the way. There was the talk of possibly uh, Vin Diesel playing uh, Black Bolt. Do you remember that whole thing? I do. And I love that idea because I love the idea of him being a physical presence in one thing while being an only audio presence in the other. Yeah, he's a physical fun. presence without a voice, and then in the other one, he's only a voice. Only a voice who says three words. It's just like right. really, really funny for Vin Diesel to do that. Neither one does he have to learn much dialogue. Um, right. <laughs> super good. Yo soy Groot. I, I freaking I want that to I want that to exist. I really do. But uh then they just decided I think when they when they got the Spider Man rights and or like they got that deal made and some of the some of the things shifted around. The Inhumans is one of the few movies they it's one of the few movies that was mentioned at the El Capitan Theater that did not end up getting made. And so I think the T V show was them trying to like I think all of that stuff was a was a artifact of the kind of war between the TV side and the movie side. Yeah, that's unfortunate. The unseen battles. <laughs> the way that Feige did that at the El Capitan Theater was a big swing. Yeah, for sure. So, so having one movie miss is not so bad, really, is yeah. it? 
really, really isn't. Uh, and so all of that being said, there's apparently a petition online for a... Release the snap cut. Yeah, release the, release the snap cut. It's what we're calling it. I like it. I like it. Uh, in the snap cut community. Um, that's what we call it. Yeah, so we'll put a link to that again on Facebook in the Stranded Panda chat. I think it already is there. Oh, shit. What? Sorry. I, I just, I was looking <clears throat> at the Avengers game because we talked about uh, giving that to somebody. Uh, it releases September 4th. Yeah, it's really that's, soon. That's two weeks from today. Yeah, so that's why that's why I wanted to go ahead and do that uh, review contest because we, <laughs> we, we, we need we, to give that away next week. Yeah, so... Uh, keep keeping keeping you guys go do it marvel sim go go review us and uh if you go review us it. somewhere other than apple let us know you did it because at mcucast at gmail.com yeah and i'm excited to, we're also probably going to play that some on uh it has online co-op yeah so we're going to try to play some of the online co-op uh on uh on twitch together and i think we'll probably even be able to bring some of you guys in to be on the team with us and stuff if you're playing so i'm excited about that that's gonna be you fun. gotta get your steam working right Oh no, I've got a I've got to get it on PS4. Oh, are you not you don't have a PS4, do you? I do. Oh, well, yeah, let's do PS4. I don't have a, 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 a video set up in the PS4 area. PS4 is in the living room. Gotcha. Well, we'll, we'll talk about it and figure out the best way to do it. I'm planning we'll to, see. I'm planning to do it with PS4 just cuz I like playing with I like I like console gaming better than I, I just always lose my somehow I can't ever get PC gaming to work for me. I like the ease of console gaming, um, which I don't do much of that either. Um, okay, let's get into. We got. We're gonna have time for a few feedbacks here. We just did a huge Shield feedback episode, so we're we're gonna we've got a backlog of a few weeks of non Shield feedback, and we're gonna try to burn through some of that right now. Let's do it. All right, Tim Brown came at me real hard. Um, <laughs> I, I I did a bad. You guys you did I, a bad. I did a bad. Uh, he says Kang is future or is the future Nathaniel Richards, named after Reed's dad, if I remember. He's a distant descendant. Kang is a big villain and time master, but Franklin is actually more potentially powerful, like potential to smack Galactus around like Hulk would smack around a common thug level potential. Uh, he always has these storylines to block and reduce or hinder his power, though. Yeah, to tell a convincing yeah. story, you kind of have to do that uh, with with characters like that. I mean, right. yeah, you kind of have to always give them something like, uh, yeah, she can remake the world, but she's kind of nuts. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, I, it was just that I misremembered. Um, mm -hmm. And apparently, like, that got ingrained in my brain a while ago because I was, like, pretty adamant that that was how it was. Yeah. I was like, I know this to be the case, and by God, I was way off. I remembered it being someone's. I'm sorry, it, it, someone or someone's descendant. But yeah, that's that's. Uh, so apparently, it is not Franklin. It is Nathaniel. Too many Nathaniels. Yep. Yep. Too many Nathaniels. <laughs> uh, Marshall Naylor says something positive about Ant Man and the Wasp. I'll be honest. The Ant-Man movies are really good at portraying a family that includes divorce and stepdads without making it feel weird. The movies, yes, even Ant-Man and the Wasp, go out of their way to show how uplifting co-parenting can be, even though I have no idea what that's like. So what do I know? Oh, see, when you, you were saying all that, Marshall, I thought you were like, had a personal connection here. But yeah, that, that's cool. Um, but then you just like undercut all of it with, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but no, I think you're totally right. I love, you know, we have this... These kinds of things being modeled for us 
is how we end up acting. And so the idea that there's like no sort of toxic masculinity between, um, you know, the, the stepfather and the father and they just work together to co-parent Cassie is like actually really, really cool and valuable. And I, I really do appreciate that a lot about that movie. You know, like we say that, but I, I seem to recall in the first movie, there being a lot of discussion of whether or not asshat was cursing or was bad language. Oh yeah. And Paul Rudd was like, what I used, I said hat. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think in the first movie, there's a little more of that. And that's what so I there's think. There's a lot of tension in the first yeah, movie. Yeah. It, it, well, if I remember correctly, see, I'm, this is me having a hard time. I haven't, I haven't watched, we haven't done that one on trivia yet. So I like, haven't we should. Let's do that one. Well, yeah, that, that could be, I, there's a couple other, franchises i want to hit before we do that we do another ant-man but yeah um okay i think i'm thinking i'll just stay here on the cast i think i'm gonna do black panther this week oh man, we, haven't, that's a good movie. we haven't done a black panther and i we also haven't done anything for captain marvel yet there's so much there's so many movies man there's just so many movies there's i keep so thinking like well, i should do the last captain america we haven't done and then i'm like oh wait no we haven't done you know <laughs> major other movies or whatever anyway uh the complete characters we've left out um like Black Panther. Um, so we're going to probably do that this week on trivia Wednesday nights at seven on twitch.tv slash train at TV. Seven central. Seven central. Thank you. Not seven o'clock, whatever your time is. <laughs> Unless you're in central. <laughs> Unless you're in, in the time stream as well. You can watch it from anywhere. Uh, okay. So yeah, I, I but yeah, I, I have a hard time remembering that Ant-Man uh, but it, I seem to remember him like not liking the guy because he's the stepfather, but then like the guy was really nice to him <laughs> or something in that kind of the way it was. No, they were, they were snippy at each other. Oh, okay. Um, Cause he's, he's an ex con and the, the new fiance is a cop. And oh, yeah. he thought that, that Scott was just going to go back to his old ways and, you know, start being a, a criminal again. Right. That's right. And he didn't trust him. That's right. But they resolved it at the end. Yeah. And I really love, yeah, this is a good call. Um, Marshall. I really like the, that's in there and they kind of like make a point of making it a good relationship. It's, it's cool. I dig it. I dig it a lot. Yeah. Well, they, they made it a good relationship in a man and the wasp. Yeah. And they had resolved their issues by the, uh, by the end of the first one. Like he even said, I'm real proud of you. You know, you, you turned yourself around <clears throat> and I'm like, Oh God, he's proud of him. This is dad figure now. Yeah. <laughs> Please be proud of me too. Weird that he's yeah. Cassie and Scott's father figure in that moment. I mean, it was probably just me. Yeah. Taking that on. Um, right. I don't think Scott felt it. <laughs> but, you know, they, they had a, a, a nice little moment there. Yeah, they And there did. was hugging and awkwardness. Yeah. Anyway, Ducati Metcalf says, I am listening to your Magneto or Doom podcast, and you are talking about Michael Fassbender for the role of Nightcrawler. I think you're missing out on Michael Sarah as the obvious answer. Thanks for the pod. <laughs> Thank I think you. Michael Sarah's too awkward to pull off Nightcrawler. Thank you, Ducati. This had this just had me completely thinking about like a hipster version. Like we're getting close to perfection with some of these some of these Marvel movies. I feel like like things like Logan, like that's a perfect movie. And like for years now, they've been like building toward these movies. And like Logan is a great version of that. But you've also got like things like Endgame and, and like there's just all these like really perfect versions. And I feel like eventually we're going to have to get to where we're just doing weird offbeat things with these characters. <laughs> and so like a Michael Sarah Nightcrawler, 
that's that is very funny and i could totally see like a you know whatever juno style uh like romantic comedy sort of like awkward hipster comedy about the x-men you know (laughs) and like not not be at all what we want from a regular movie but like it could be so offbeat it could be weird and fun you know if you if you think that or rather if you imagine that cat denning was darcy all the time in all of her movies nick and nora's infinite playlist could be michael sarah is nightcrawler <laughs> falling for, for well, nora you have a great point though like she could be a great she could be great in that role and then uh then vanya could show up just like that whole yeah. like sort of hipster that like whatever early 2000s hipster comedy version of uh of like an x-men or a superhero team could be fun it's really funny that you called her Vanya instead of Ellen Page. Yeah, no, I just I wanted I wanted, no I meant I meant Vanya like the character of Vanya from Umbrella Academy played by Ellen Page. Right, coming in hot with her spoilers. Yeah, we're just gonna take all these universes and link them all together. Yeah, for sure. Give me that dark horse. Bring <laughs> it. Next up, we got Jar Jar Binks three thousand. Jar Jar Binks three thousand. I hate that name. <laughs> I love it. Say, hey guys, been listening to the pod for over two years now. Just want to thank you again. And I was wondering, we see many sidekicks with powers in the MCU and high-ranking people. You know, Rhodey, Coulson, etc. But where's the love for the non-powered regular friends? I pose to you this: Which regular friend is better, Ned Leeds, Happy Hogan, or Luis? Thank you, the Dark Lord of the Sith. Mm. Dark, Obviously, it's Luis. Oh, uh, yeah. Luis is a pretty great one. Mm. Like Baba Yaga. <laughs> like, most fun, I'd probably go with Luis. As much as I like the other two, and they can be great fun, but Luis is... Uh, his, his, his monologues are epic. Happy takes himself way too seriously, and Ned is a child. I can't be friends with a child. It's weird. Yeah, see, like, that's... So, Happy Hogan, I feel like, is mostly... Wait, is this is this who we're friends with, or who, which we like better? Where is the love from the empire people? Which regular friend is better? Okay, which is friend? So, which is a better friend? Hmm. Ooh, I I'm mean, a, I'm that, gonna go with Happy Hogan. That depends Hogan. on where you are in life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I'm gonna go with Happy Hogan on that. Okay. Because he's been there, you know, like, and you can tell he's not always the best at the stuff he does. Like sometimes he messes up, but like. The, the friendship is super valuable there. And I think Ned is a great friend, but he's still kind of new. You know, like they're, they're, they're young people. Guy in move, the chair. People move on in life. And it does seem like, you know, Ned is his friend, but also like really wants to be involved because he just wants to superhero around. Happy, like legit loves him. Like that, that moment on the porch when he's like taking care of his daughter and is like, your father loved hamburgers too. Like that's, oh. that's friendship right there, man. That's. Oh. That's some that's some good stuff, and I uh, yeah yeah Matt. exactly. You're welcome. It's tough. Uh, so that's that's my uh, that's my that's my answer for who's the better friend. Yeah, but but Matt, but Matt, who like of these characters? Who can Ti say you put a dime in him? You got to let it play out. <laughs> that's true. Most fun, I would go with Luis. Okay. Better friend, I would go with Happy Hogan. Luis, Luis is not always very thoughtful, and sometimes he's more concerned with get, get, sinking the big deal 
than he is with doing the right thing for Scott, you know? <laughs> yeah. We've got to get Carpetti. We've got to get it. Yeah. So, yep. it's a great question, though. That's a great question. I think that that one is going to spark a, a great debate online with other people writing in. I'm sure we also missed some, right? Oh, yeah. Who's, who's some others? Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Captain Marvel's friend. What's Captain Marvel's friend's name? Uh, uh, Maria? Maria Rambo. Maria Rambo. Yeah. Maria Rambo. Uh, she's, a, she's a normie. Um, a normie? <laughs> <laughs> we got, we got a Helen Cho. She's a normie. She's a science normie, though, so she has her Jane own sort Foster. of power. Jane Foster. Yeah, that's true. Jane Foster's a normie. I, I'm thinking, I'm rethinking, see, I'm even thinking rethinking Maria because she's a, uh, super, she's a, she's a fighter pilot. We have, like, fighter pilots and, like, how, how normie do you have to be to be normie, you know? Uh, Hawkeye's wife. It's Hawkeye, Hawkeye's wife is probably the best of the better friends, you know? They're probably closer. Yeah. <laughs> they were real close I, I saw proof of how close they are get turned to dust oh no in the beginning of endgame don't don't bring me there man don't bring me there okay let's do like yeah, two you let's took do... me to the end of endgame <laughs> take you to the beginning break you yeah let's do like two more two more two more two more Oh, two more feedback. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I was like, two oh. more friends. We got to oh. come up with two more oh, friends. Oh, yeah, right? no. I was saying, let's do two more feedbacks. But now you said it, let's do it. Two more friends. We got this. <laughs> two more normies. Two more normies. Hawkeye. <laughs> you're saying Hawkeye is the normie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pepper. Pepper's the uh, Pepper's a normie. Pepper. Pepper. Where'd Pepper? Pepper's definitely Pepper's normie. not a normie anymore. That's well, she did have extremis and she did fight in she an had Iron Man suit. and she had oh, the rescue armor. That's right. Last last scene. Morgan's a normie. Morgan. Um, oh, I love you 3000. Yeah, it, it, everybody in this stuff's exceptional. They always they always get some sort of thing to do. Even Ned, you know, he's just the guy in the chair. Um MJ, of course. Um Man, I I'm having a hard time like like Howard Stark, can he be considered a normie? <laughs> No, he does create clearly. a lot of stuff, and he's really rich. He, he's Batman, basically. Without he's, the, he's Batman, especially in Agent Carter. Yeah, Edwin Jarvis. There Ooh, you go. Edwin Jarvis is a good normie. He's the best normie. I, I yeah, I, I might, I might be able to go with that. Edwin Jarvis is a pretty great normie for multiple characters. Hmm. Yep. I'm gonna go. Yeah. Edwin, I'm, I'm gonna say the best one in the series, Edwin Jarvis's wife. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just picking someone random we don't know much about. Okay, let's let's do uh, Nathaniel Muzzy here. Also a great friend, Nathaniel a, Muzzy. A, very, a great friend of the podcast. A great a great normie. <laughs> a great normie. <laughs> Whatever. He's not a normie. He's not a normie. He's very important. He's a he's a farmer. Agriculture is the backbone of this nation. That's right. right? That's right. <laughs> Nathaniel Muzzy says, I didn't realize Captain Marvel 2 was being written by the WandaVision writer. High hopes for continuity. Yeah, I didn't realize this either. And thank you for writing that in, Nathaniel. I also didn't realize it. And like, you connect these dots and you've got uh, WandaVision leading into Multiverse of Madness, which she is in. So there's a really strong connection between those two plots. And then you have the same writer writing Captain Marvel 2... So that sounds like some deep, hot, wet continuity, my friend. You're welcome. <laughs> also, uh, Monica, Monica Rambo, Maria's daughter, 
who does eventually get superpowers in the comics. Um, yeah. In the comics is going to be a, an adult, I think in WandaVision. Okay. In- weird. Oh man. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, that's yeah. even, that's even stronger connection than I was making. Wow. So the same writer who is writing her there is going to write her in Captain Marvel too. That's exciting. Ooh, yeah. ooh, 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 girl. <laughs> girl? <laughs> By the way, speaking of deep, hot, wet continuity, I mentioned it at the top that I've been uploading our first casts, like our first, I just uploaded episode three today. Do you know that hot, wet, deep continuity is from the first episode? <laughs> oh, Jesus, really? <laughs> yeah, it is. I listened to the first episode just because I was curious. It's been years. And so I like listened to the first episode and I was like, that's from the first episode, like 500 episodes ago is where that comes from. <laughs> Talk about a through line. Right? <laughs> like, I, I knew what I wanted out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. A deep, hot, wet, steamy continuity. Steamy. We're adding another throw, adjective. Throw in some, it's, you know, 500 episodes, you get to add adjectives. You, you, I, <laughs> I earned a new merit adjective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. That's so <laughs> Six more years, we get another one. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last All right. piece of feedback for today. Michael Benson, Benson says, hey guys, this is my first time sending in feedback. Hey, thanks, Mike. I've been listening to you guys for about three years now and enjoy listening to your MCU takes, especially your movie reviews. So growing up watching Malcolm in the Middle, I've always been a Brian Cranston fan and finally started Breaking Bad recently. I know he stated in the past that he'd love to be in a comic book film and even mentioned Mr. Sinister. I had a few fan casts for him and was wondering what you'd think of, of them and if you guys had any as well for him. Along with Mr. Sinister, there is Magneto, Doctor Doom, Professor X, and Galactus. Thanks and keep up the great work. Sincerely, Mike. I'm gonna say Galactus. I don't know, man. I, like, here, like, hear me out. I don't. I'm not interested in Galactus. Like, I know he's probably eventually going to show up as a plot point at some point. But right. one of the things that could make me interested is someone like Brian Cranston being interested. Like, if if they somehow build a Galactus story that is interesting enough that Brian Cranston wants to play that character. And then you get Brian Cranston playing him and that just brings so much gravitas to the role. Like I would be fully on board. All those other characters I think could be brought to life by lots of people. Uh, and I think he'd be good in any of those that you mentioned, Mike, but like Galactus is such a weird one that I would be like, yes. Like, I don't think of Galactus as anything more than like, a big CGI monster that's going to eat the planet, right? Like, I don't think of it as a person, and I can't think of Walter White as anything but a person. Yeah. I think that's why Breaking Bad works so well, is no matter how dark it gets, you still view uh, Brian Cranston as this human that you kind of want to root for. And I, something like that for a Galactus, I think I'd be down for. Yeah, Galactus is such an impersonal villain, yeah. For for everybody, it it's really just like if he wasn't so calm and so like straightforward with like I consume planets and that's that's my goal here. Like if it wasn't for that, it would be real mustache twirly, right? But it's not. It's just like a like this is a force that is happening, 
and it has to be occasionally convinced to go somewhere else. Right. Um, yeah, I think that if if Brian Cranston got put on that, if he was interested in that, it would be because it's a, a great role. But I think that him as him saying that he wants to do Mister Sinister, yeah, is is exactly that. It's a it's a great, very interesting, very personal role, um, especially when it comes to uh, when it comes to Cyclops. Like him versus Cyclops is like one of the best through lines in in the X Men. Yeah, I know. I know you love that. You've talked about it a lot. Um, uh, on a, on a previous episode, we talked a lot about uh, what Sinister could do in the MCU, and and, and yeah, I, I'm with you. Like the my musings are more about the like imaginative nature of what Mike thought of there. Like I think yeah. that's interesting, really interesting. But like in the world we're in now, where what I'm saying is, if Brian Cranston wants to play a role, we should let him. Because it yeah, me- it means absolutely. good things, and he has said he wants to play Mister Sinister. So in the real world, I'm 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 completely on board with that. But in this imaginary world where Galactus has been written as a pathos filled character that Brian Cranston can really chew into, like I'm I'm there. I'm all on board with that. Yeah, yeah, I I would agree. He's he's got the chops to to do you know really good things with a character that's written well and i just i have never seen galactus written uh in such a personal way like in an interesting way yeah yeah in an interesting personal level for any villain or any uh you know being against any hero so i think that that would be uh if it were brian cranston like there's a reason so yeah it would be it would be killer absolutely all right, well, that is all for today. And I have a special treat for you guys at the end of the podcast here. Um, a lot of you know I've been doing music. Uh, I've been doing a lot of music, and I've been writing a double album that's going to come out in a, uh, well, very, very soon. It's We're getting the finishing touches put on, but I'm doing a um, an album uh, launch, Indiegogo, that I would love if you would contribute to, but I did a Marvel themed song that I'm going to make the secret track on the, on the CDs. The CDs are actually Star Trek uh, themed, but I had to, I wrote this song, Ashley Coffin commissioned it and I wrote this song uh, and I really, I really enjoy it. hope you do. I'm going to drop it here at the end of the cast. Find us at strandedpanda.com. You can listen, you can find all our other podcasts there and all other things. But for now, this song it's Marvel themed. I'm also going to do an episode on the Matthew Carroll podcast to go into more depth about this song. And, and just cause I do that for every song I release. Uh, so check out the Matthew Carroll podcast, but for now I'll just say this song is about parenting. It's kind of my view of parenting as a non-parent. It's kind of like how they see their children versus how I see their children. <laughs> Enjoy until next time. True believers. Into your eyes that first day you were alive And I could see that you would change the world There'd be power in those hands that now reach to understand The meaning of this place, the thing I found that day Oh Thanos, welcome to the world I can see what love is Now that you're here I saw you at my selfish side 
seem to slip away You made half of me disappear I'll stand by your side Oh, I'll protect you with my life From the dangers of this world The pain, the hurt I'll do my very best Save you from all I can From playground falls to time travelers' plans Oh, Thanos, welcome to the world I can see what love is Now that you're here I saw you and my selfish side Seemed to slip away You made have Seem to slip away You made half 